What's the Car Talk Podcast? Hello and welcome back to a new season of the Car Talk Podcast, a show where we talk about the latest transportation opinion and car news. Um, obviously, joining me today is Matty, uh, back again for a new year of podcasting, aren't we? Now? I have been commissioned for a second season of the Grand yes. Talk, no, the Car Talk Podcast. <laughs> Always get it mixed up. Indeed, and if you might, you might have noticed our um, new jingle at the beginning, and we've uh, done a yes. few changes to uh, the podcast for this year, haven't we, Matty? Yes, keeping it fresh, keeping it indeed the free um, viewers entertained. Exactly, and that's well, the jingle is one of the things that are new. We've also got uh, like new little games we'll do every month that you know, like a well, we'll explain them when we get there. But got that. We're also going to focus on like guests as well like when we get guests on um we'll focus more on them and yes yeah, that's we've uh, just a, just a quick word on guests if you're watching mm. this and you are interested on in being in the podcast uh, we do have sort of a, a just a, a really fine line between people who uh, have a story to tell and people who just want to come on and like just yeah. chat sort of not rubbish but you know we need <laughs> if you want to come on you've got to sort of uh, be able to hold a conversation with which is why uh, if you have asked us if you can come on the podcast and we've sort of shied away from it that is why uh, but preferably if you are a person in the car world or if you are Rebecca Jackson you can come on um, especially <laughs> yes. if you're a woman especially especially yes. we're trying to get some more female interaction I suppose on uh, the podcast this year don't know we how are. well that's going to go but it's not going um, well not at the moment, no, but let's no. hopefully change that. Yeah. So obviously we're going to keep doing the uh, car news. And um, should we start off then, Matty? Well, we got, we've quite obviously missed quite a lot from the uh, few months we've been off. and We, we, we certainly have. Um, a lot has gone on in our lives as well. But I'll just mm. can I just run you through a couple of concerning headlines that we've had over uh, the past few months while we've been off the air in effect yes um so as as predicted lots more manufacturers saying uh, they're going electric only yep. lots uh, of supercar manufacturers launching electric only uh, performance cars uh diesel being scrapped i mean i'm, I'm not sure that's actually quite a, a bad thing really but <laughs> uh, one of the worst things uh, that we've had this year uh, already is that we're getting Three new SUVs. Uh, mm. So we've got the Ford Mondeo SUV, uh, which oh, is coming Christ. to China first, but apparently it is coming here. Uh, we've got the Lamborghini. Uh, what is it called? It's well, it's just the gone Urus. for now. For now, it's an, an electric Urus, and it's uh, also got to launch a four-seat EV crossover. I've actually got that written down as well. That's it. Uh, so that's well, you, can, you can tell us more about that in a minute, but just for now as well, Alfa Romeo Tonali, uh, small crossover uh, to go below the Stelvio because the Stelvio sold really well. Mm. Uh, we mentioned that last year actually as well, I think. The toenail, we? we called it. The toenail, <laughs> that's it. And finally, uh, I wonder what our friend Daniel Actaus thinks of this. The Fiat Panda small SUV is coming and it looks horrid uh, so they're the headlines um would you like to tell us about the lamborghini four seat ev crossover that you got written down bailey 
Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't you know much about it. Um, no. It's apparently going to be launching in 2028, which is, well, some years now. Um, and, yeah, it's just going to be like a normal SUV, I suppose, to rival the Eurus. Um, they are making yeah. an electric Eurus uh, around yeah. that time. But surely that would be like 10 years old by then anyway. So mm. I don't really well, see the problem. The problem is I, don't just, I really don't understand. Like, the, obviously, the marketing people must think that people will buy a Lamborghini SUV, but... Obviously, SUVs are fashionable, but like it's not like when you know the Zavera and the Picasso came out, they were all going, "Oh yeah, Mini MPVs are here now. Let's make a Lamborghini to rival the Citroen Picasso." It's just not right. It mm. Doesn't sit well with me. I know what you mean, and also the CEO Stephen Winkleman <laughs> um, said. When it comes to the first full electric car, it's clear that our approach is clear and prudent. Um, I don't think it is, because why would you want another SUV in the market? Just make something um, interesting like you do Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one more as well, uh, not to be forgotten. Uh, the Vauxhall Insignia, which I can already say that the saloon version is going to be... It's better than an SUV version, but it's equally boring and unreliable. But it's yeah. it, the headline here, actually, it's by Autocar. Uh, Steve Fowler, very respectable journalist, Vauxhall Insignia to be reborn as an SUV in 2024. Uh, and I don't know if you can see the pictures here of this Insignia, uh, but it looks suspiciously to me like a modern-day Vauxhall Moravia that they had a few years ago. So mm. I think Vauxhall are just... Because no, they've got rid of the Zafira and things like that. They're just basically playing musical chairs with their names at the moment i mean just yeah flashing any or yeah it's just i mean it looks half decent but it's it's an suv and not a saloon it's, it's strange looking it's not really big enough to be an suv but equally it's like mm. it is if that makes sense it doesn't look it doesn't look it's kind like of like in between too low down to me to mm. be um so yeah well interesting I, i'm sure you've got this as well matty um the RAC adds a new Renault Zoe uh, to the fleet. I'm not which, interested. Uh, I'm not interested either. <laughs> um, First one mainly, of the season. Mainly because um, my ex drives that car. Yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I suppose it's quite interesting. But they only do 200 miles. And what if you've broken down in like, I don't know, Scotland? They have to drive over the mountains and mm. that doesn't. it's not the sort of I car mean, for that. Does it say as to what this is for? Because, I okay, so there's a guy changing a tyre there with his Zoe, but I thought, so the RAC now, if you've run out of electricity in your electric car, yeah. um, the RAC vans have the technology to charge you up within 30 minutes. Oh, is that what it is? Something like that. But I thought, well, the equipment, I think, is quite big, so it doesn't look like you get that in a Zoe. And even if you could, then you mm. wouldn't have much room for anything else. So, yeah, but it's mm. a bit—it's a bit strange. They've chosen like one of the smallest hatchbacks for like <laughs> repairing well, other gonna, vehicles. It's not going to be tow, towing your Land Rover home, is it? Let's no. be honest. Um, and yeah. I don't think. And when the thing is, when you when <laughs> when you phoned them, okay, and they pull up in that, you're going to be like, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, am yeah. I actually still going to get home tonight or not? <laughs> 
Yeah, you've waited all day on the side of the road and hey up, me and me Renault Zoe have just come sorry, I had a job in Prestatin, I've come to get you. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do with that, mate? The, br- the brightest orange as well. They couldn't pick oh. a worse colour. Oh yeah, well I don't think the uh, anyone's gonna buy one of them second hand when they finish with them, are they? Well, I know someone that has, but uh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got another bit of news, which is quite interesting, but it's a bit random. Um, Go for it. You know the recent Corvette they brought out, as in the most recent one, the the 2020 version? Yeah. Um, Well, this year marks 70th anniversary for the Corvette, which is quite cool. And they've made a um, special edition Corvette, which is basically just black and red or like white and red it's got like a different sort of style wise it's the same car practically it's basically just got a few different styling bits and add-ons mm. and things um it looks it looks nice available is from 2023 it, it is obviously oh um, same engine as the previous one uh, mm. so yeah it's just looks quite nice it looks and nice, it's it? uh, yeah. it's a convertible so it's a roadster technically and take it down the shops, yeah. Indeed. Uh, speeds, prices. Do we want to do any of that? I mean, yeah. I this is why I stick to the the uh, well the crap basically because <laughs> I never know what to say about these sort of things. But it's got yeah lots of seventy sort of badges on it and uh, things like that. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, it's just sort of you know. I suppose it's just one of those cars. It's like when um, <clears throat> you know when. I'm trying to think of them. You know when the, you know Mazda did that 10th anniversary version of the yeah, MX-5, which yeah. I actually looked at buying because I found one really, really good price. It's like that. It's just, you know just to mark their sort of years of doing it, which is cool. Mm. I like. I like. I mean, I like the look of mm. it. I've always liked that Corvette. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I've got to know about it. <laughs> it's pretty much the same car, just with a few extra bits. <laughs> Of course, the big news as well, if you're buying a Corvette and uh, you're driving it around to the shops, as as we mentioned, is that there's been huge changes in the highway code since we've been away. Uh, yes. Do you want to lead with this one, Bailey? Because, uh, to be honest with you, I've forgotten what they were. Sure. I mean, I've actually, I was actually going to mention this next. That's perfect uh, transition there. That's a nice well bridge done. there, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they've got new driving laws for 2022, and mm-hmm. all of them I'm not interested in, as you'd think. Um, so, the okay. first ones are basically pedestrians and cyclists are going to have more priority. Um and I've actually, I actually saw a picture of like the new highway code. So, for example, when you turn into like a new road or a junction, and there's a pedestrian way, and you have to wait for them to cross instead of, you know, going down that road, even if there's no zebra crossing, which is a bit, like, you know, that's just asking for disaster mm. in my opinion. Um, and then apparently, cyclists now have to ride in the middle of the road so that they're visible. Not that they weren't already. Christ. They were in the brightest bloody costume in the world. They can ride two abreast as well, can't they, on the road? That <laughs> is really the most annoying thing ever because it's like, all right, you'd still be visible if you were single file. And yeah. it's just, it's it's basically the equivalent of parking your car outside the school gates on the zigzags. It's just selfish. Literally. And actually, yeah. I, I don't understand why the government want poor people to be more priority if you annoyed at a car get a car <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm joking God. um 
but I, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but I just don't, I don't see why pedestrians or cyclists would have priority, even though, you know, I don't understand, but that's well, one look, of the, got, that's one of the I've new got rules. Two two problems with this whole, especially the pedestrian thing, actually. Because yeah. um, um, the first one would be for me is that first of all, life gets in the way, so nobody is gonna start got turn into a new road and prioritize a pedestrian and if i were no. to do that if i was to turn off a main road uh for example the road into my mum and dad's house uh, yeah. is off a main road if i was to stop in the corner there and let a pedestrian across i'd get rear-ended and fly over the central reservation <laughs> well exactly and you've got to think well, about london as well like oh, if there's so many I, I struggle already I mean that's with traffic lights and stuff mm. and there's just like, you can imagine people just going to be running out on the road like it literally yeah. you won't be able to just go anywhere just, yeah, just, the, the second the second thing is as well with p- pedestrians that uh, I mean you can say what you like about cars like you s- see all those people on uh, social media you say well if cars came out today they'd be banned because they're unsafe and all the people who've died and all that well <laughs> Pedestrians are the most unpredictable people yeah. ever, and especially cars, when they're drunk. Cars are the most safe they've ever been at the moment, mm. so that's a complete lie as well. But if a and drunk it, pedestrian walks into the road and you're not, yeah. you, you, there's no pre-warning at all. Like, I mean, already if you run someone over, yeah, fair enough. You've you've ran someone over and you've potentially seriously injured them. But even now, even more so the car driver if you were to hit someone has not got a leg to stand on and i don't think that's necessarily right anyway so going back to the new driving laws so that's one of them um okay the next thing is stricter rules on mobile phones which is fair enough um it's local really councils this is an interesting one local councils could enforce minor traffic offenses instead of the police but i don't i don't really know how that was going to work well, um all already- motorists this this is this is another interesting one. I don't I don't understand how this is going to work, especially in London. All motorists banned from parking on pavements, which is just oh my god! Right, I don't how. I've had this <laughs> like, debate with so many people on Twitter. It's unreal. Where so it's like okay, well, do you want okay? I'll either park on the pavement and uh, use half of it considerably. Or I'll park not on the pavement in my tiny little car, and yeah. someone will park in their big car on the road. And <laughs> um, basically, when your dying nan is uh, wanting an ambulance or burning in a burning building, the uh, emergency services won't be able to get through. And I say, which exactly. which one do you want? You know, I mean, and I would be some oh. guy as well. Can I just say this? Some guy sent me a picture of bad pavement parking, like someone parked on the pavement. Which was actually a picture of round the corner from my house. Really? So I replied and said, okay, is this such and such a road? He said, yeah. I said, okay, I know that road and you're not going to be able to park on the road without blocking anybody off. So basically, again, I'm right, you're wrong, let's move on and change the (laughs) highway code. I'd actually be totally fine with that if they were to make new parking spaces or new parking complexes. Mm. which they're not going to do anyway because why would they because they hate cars mm. um the be- the basic thing is the cars are too big aren't they these days yeah basically that's and that's actually the manufacturer's fault because they keep making unnecessarily large suvs especially mm. for the uk at least um 100 yeah, 
Next thing is it says uh, five year delay on new smart motorways, which I'm happy about. Um, oh, yeah, brilliant. Driving licenses to be taking off drug users. Yep, fair enough. Uh, self-driving cars allowed on UK roads. I'm not interested. Um, speed limiters from the 6th of July. Now, I had a few people say, because I basically sent this around to some of my friends and things, um, and some people were like, what? That's, like, how, like, what's speed, like, what are the speed limiters? And I said, I think that's only on the new cars that they make. So from yeah, July, it it's from all the new... Uh, models of cars which is good because i'm going to continue buying an old car <laughs> same but the, i'm sure there'll be a black market for people like walking around pubs saying yeah oh, mate 20 quid now uh, let's take that speed limiter off your car <laughs> you can imagine that you can be yeah, a whole like organization doing that um yeah. carrying on uh they've got uh yes yeah, so they got new clean air zones uh so that would include manchester bradford and more um, so I'm oh. assuming Liverpool as well would probably be affected yeah, the main cities closer. Mm. Um, it's scary though have you seen all the great cars that have been scrapped because people can't afford to pay £15 a day to run them it's yeah, really it's just, sad it's, this it's, is from the London sad. one yeah. um, this is an interesting one um, it says here uh, electric car grant to be cut which actually is a bit stupid because surely the government are encouraging people to buy electric cars, but if they're cutting it, then that's going to make it more expensive. Well, I think at this this point they're saying, well, we've got nine years, eight years left. They've got no choice. They're going to have to buy True. one sooner or later. So, yeah. Um, um, this is an interesting one. Nurses to be able to determine if you're fit to drive rather than just doctors. Um, new homes to have EV charging points fitted by law. Um, rule changes on what you can tow and ban on red diesel and rebated biofuel so that's all of them Um, it's basically all dreary Mm. it really is I'll tell you something else dreary um, or (laughs) actually is it is it dreary that that someone's saying this or is it just like you know really I I knew about this but uh, basically experts have said that measures need to keep older drivers safe. M- measures what? We need to. We need measures. We need to put in measures to make old drivers safe because and they've what are predicted. Those well, they don't know, but they've predicted <laughs> fatal car accidents involving drivers aged seventy to seventy-nine are expected to rise by forty percent over the next twenty years. And one of the things, actually, that they've suggested is a an eyesight test. Um, yeah. But I've actually had an idea um, for this, and um, I don't know if you'd be be on board with this, Bailey. But what about if we if we gave these people, like, say they like get to the age of sixty or something, and we say, okay, well, um, you can have this special pass for free, and old people like free things, don't they? So you say you can have this for free, and it means that you can get on the bus without having to pay any money to the driver and yeah. you can go to the place that you want to go so we keep death off the roads i actually think that's a great idea it's a brilliant <laughs> idea isn't it it is well, that's, why don't you. we run the country matty we know. should actually run the country because i what i would set out to do is that idea that's definitely a good one because if you think about it they've been well either driving or taking the bus all their lives they're now retired surely that would like be fair enough 
mm-hmm. on them because they just want to like have a chilled life at the, at the end. That's <laughs> and true. Paying, paying, or like stressing out about driving and annoying other people um, mm-hmm. is not really. So it, you know, if, it's like Jeremy says, everybody wins. <laughs> everybody wins. But I thought I thought of another one where if you're disabled and you have to sort of drive, then. Firstly, you should get like a, a, a test again to see if you're fit enough to drive before mm. you get your mobility car. Um, yeah. And then when you come to look through the magazine of the mobility cars, uh, there should not be a choice of, uh, I don't know, Nissan X-Trails, uh, <laughs> huge big cars yeah. that you have absolutely no capability of driving uh, because, well... You can't. So there we are. That's all the. I think that's all the carnies. Have you got any thought? Anything else, Matty? Uh, I've got one more thing just to say sure. that um, if you are interested in spending twenty six thousand uh, pounds on a car that is well a three in one, it's an SUV, it's an estate, and it's also a saloon, and you want it to be a plug in hybrid, and you want it to be luxurious, then Citroen have launched the Citroen C five X. Uh, which goes on sale um, soon. And um, it's, well, it looks quite nice. It is a little bit higher than an estate. It's, it is mm. basically, you know, a hybrid, uh, not only in powertrain, but also in um, form as well. It's so, it's a. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's sort quite, of like an all road sort of thing. Yeah, cross terrain sort nice, of thing. A nice looking thing. I still prefer the C4. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's a little bit, reminds me a little bit of if they still made the DS5, what a modern DS5 would look like, perhaps. Yeah, that uh, looks really nice, actually. I quite like that. Um, yeah. Typical, I say the actual interiors, because that's, you know, they're obviously taking inspiration from Peugeot, you know, the new Peugeots. Um, mm, see a bit of yeah. that in there. But yeah, yeah I like, I like overall, the quite like the design of that. Um, it's quite yeah, modern. I do. It is a bit like Citroen have uh, tried to please everyone, like, and, you know, try to gather all the different um, types of cars into one. But, you know, hats off. I'm beginning to yeah. like Citroëns again. Um, What's the engine they, on it, Matty? Do you know? Uh, yes. So you can... Uh, uh, another thing I like about the C4 is that it's got a petrol, diesel, electric and hybrid. Um, nice. But, yeah, you can have a, a 1.2 or a 1.6 litre petrol uh, yeah. or a plug-in hybrid system. Um, and... Actually, with this one, I don't, I don't think that this is available in a diesel. Um, but the C4, like I've said, available in a diesel, and I think that's probably because the French, I assume, still do like their diesels. They always have done, yeah. haven't they? So, um, but yeah, that is available now or soon. Yes. Nice one. News done. Should we move on to our uh, new addition to the Carl Talk podcast, which is our ah, two little yes. games that we do a month? Uh, this two is going to be a monthly recurrence, I think. Yes. Um, Matty, would you like to explain the two different games? Because I'll probably just explain it completely wrong. Well, the first game that uh, we've got, and I've thought of both of these, by the way. Uh, yeah, just, it wasn't me. You know, it was in Matty. My, in, my, in my wisdom, I should have given you credit there. That was not really bad, doesn't it? Uh, but anyway, the first game is a, a game called Autostar. Um, you may know the magazine Autocar. Well, this is Autostar. So, I give you three famous people. Yeah. And I give you 
Uh, one fact question: Who owned this car? Who did this? Blah blah blah. Uh, and yeah, I uh, you have to guess which which one it was. Sure, I've got. I've yeah. also got one as well, so we can maybe do both of them just to demonstrate what we're going to do every yes. month. Because I, I'm assuming one of us will do one of the other um, yeah. every month. But I suppose I've done both, so we can, you know, do one. Sure. So my first auto star is well. Here's 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 the question. Uh, I've got three people here for you, Bailey. Yeah. You ready? Go on. Okay. Ross Kemp. Yep. Yeah. Queen, the current Queen, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> and the final one is Bear Grylls. Nice selection. Now, which and, uh, of these auto stars, I mean, they're not auto stars, but they will be in a minute. Which <laughs> of these auto stars is a qualified mechanic? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like it's Bear Grylls simply because he's very adventurous and he likes doing various things. Uh, but it also, I, I don't think it's the Queen because, you know, she just sits in her palace all day. Um, and Ross Kemp, I, sp- uh, I suppose it could be him as well. Uh, I'm going to probably go for Bear Grylls. Okay. Uh, it was not Bear Grylls. Do you want to guess Damn. again or do you want me to tell you the answer? Uh, tell me. It was the Queen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. She's, the Queen is a qualified mechanic from her time in the military. Well, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. That's I did I'd not known that. I learned something newer today. <laughs> there we go. I've got an interesting one for you, uh, Matty. This is um okay, round so two. the three celebrities yeah. are these are proper big celebrities. Um Tom Holland, Gordon Ramsay, or Brad Pitt. Um and the question is, which of these celebrities owns one or more Ferraris? Right, okay. I'm inclined to say Brad Pitt because he's probably the richest out of those people. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland is about 12, so I don't actually know if he can drive. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay could be a dark horse. But then I imagine Gordon Ramsay, although he's quite, you know, the sort of big I am on the outside, I don't Mm. know actually if he actually lives a very humble life and drives, you know, just a, a nice... Jag or something, I don't know. Um, but I'll uh, I'll go with me gut and say Brad Pitt. Uh-uh. Oh no! Um, okay, it, it was it? Gordon. Oh shit! He's got he's got I think he's got like two or three Ferraris. I know he's got a Monza SP2. He's also got an LFA. Um, sorry, not oh, LFA. La Ferrari. La Ferrari. He's got Lexus. It's been too long. It's been too long. Um, <laughs> And I think he's got another Ferrari, and he's actually really into his cars. I watched a video of him doing like a track day. Yeah, he's got like a big collection of cars, which is quite cool. Um, so there we are. That's that's him. Um, so what's the next game, Matty? That we've got. The next game that we have is uh, scrap, drive, and own, and this is basically uh, the podcast version of a uh, snog, marry, avoid. Uh, so as you can imagine I give free cars or we give each other free cars uh, the first one you have to uh, say that you've got to scrap this is a hard one especially if you've got three really good cars but you have to scrap mm. it uh, the second one and this is good if you don't mind the car but wouldn't want to own it and it's just that you have to take it for a long drive uh, maybe take it on a, a camping trip or 
a long a long trip basically you just have to drive it you don't have to own it and the other one own you have to own the car um well basically for you know eternity um yeah and this this would be good if uh, the car that you really wanted was there and um the other two you weren't too fussed on so uh i <laughs> haven't got any happening. for this week yeah i haven't got any for this week um but if you'd like to give me your selection bailey then uh yeah. i will dissect um so the three cars that i've chosen are they're fairly modern uh they're all sort of sort of coupes saloons um cool. just so i went, went for that theme um yeah. but i don't know if you're going to like any of the options because they're quite like high performancey. Um, so the first one is uh, BMW M2, uh, okay. the Mercedes AMG GT 63S, or the Alfa Romeo Giulia QV. Give me the Mercedes one again because I need to Google it. So the Mercedes is the uh, GT four door AMG one, so it's fairly new. Um, that's the big. It's the it's the it's the big saloon. Ver- it's like the C class, but it's bigger and it's got like a big okay. wing at the back. Uh, okay, um, I like I like I like. It's it looks it's almost like quite it's quite high up as well. It's almost like a crossover. Well, sorry, all road type mm. uh, car. Well, my answer for drive was gonna be the M2 because I know how good the M2 is. Yeah, and I've seen this Mac. Uh, sorry, sorry. My answer for own was gonna be the BMW M2. Cool. Um, and now I've seen this make, I might be like, oh, I might own that. Um, <laughs> I couldn't scrap an Alpha, uh, so I'd probably one. say probably say drive the Alpha. Um, yeah. The AMG, yeah, I'd have to drive the AMG GT. Uh, sorry, own the AMG GT, and scrap the M2. There's loads of M2s. You know, one one damn wouldn't make a difference. That's true. That's that's my final answer. That's, that's a good uh, good selection. I don't really know what I would choose for this. Like if I was going to do it myself, mm. um, I suppose I I've always wanted to drive an M2. Um, I probably would own one out of the three. Yeah, most likely to own them out of the three. So I'd probably say the BMW M2 is the one I'd own. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know. You couldn't I, scrap an Alpha Bailey. That's, the, that's the thing. So. I mean, I've driven an AMG C. I've driven the C class AMG, and that's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if. I mean, I assume that's a bit different. It's got a four-wheel drive system. It's higher up. You know, it's bigger. Um, so I suppose because I've driven the, a, an AMG before, I'd probably scrap that AMG simply okay. because it's. I don't. I don't really see. It is like it's. It's kind of like a, one of those one-off AMGs. You know, it's sort of yeah. not as relevant. But it's a tricky one because I like all cars. I like all those three. So, as that. <laughs> uh, so I think it's time to move on to our our theme for this podcast. Yes. Uh, you, you you ready for the theme, Bailey? Yeah. I think I know what the theme is. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We we both Big know news. what the, the theme is. Big news. Uh, one of the biggest news stories that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, while we were away, uh, the announcement came that. Drive Tribe is to close down its um well it's it's pure sort of concept which was to mm. um you know be able to make your own sort of stories and posts and the social media aspect is is going isn't it yeah which is it is quite sad actually 
It is slightly sad, um, and actually, at, at first, I was thought, well, does anyone still use it? And it turns out, actually, from from car Twitter, that people do still use it, and are actually quite sad to see it go. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts on why it's it's failed? Uh, I, I mean, I suppose it's a couple of reasons. I suppose the um, the YouTube channel has kind of taken over, and that's got you know a really good following. Mm. So I suppose they can mm. do like a lot of the stuff on there but i i yeah. think the actual writing part you know the actual your own sort of articles and writing that sort of thing is you know that's that's what's going to be the big hit and that's going to be quite it's it's quite an annoying thing to like take down isn't it or take yeah. away from people because yeah. i know daniel writes on drive time i bet he's a bit sort of a bit annoyed about that yeah but well yeah we, we couldn't go a, a podcast without thinking of what Daniel Acterhouse would think about a certain <laughs> issue. Uh, but it, it is true, I was thinking about him, because I actually used to write a few bits for Drive Tribe uh, not too long after it sort of came out. Um, and I kind of stopped because I think possibly I gave up too early on it and about getting a following and things like that. Um, but I kind of stopped because it just, it wasn't, it was only benefiting me. I just enjoyed writing a few pieces and things like that. But, you yeah. know, I wasn't, wasn't really getting anywhere with it. My YouTube channel was pretty, pretty small at the time. It sort of stayed the same size for about, like, five years. And then the past two, it's sort of, as we know, mm. gone gone up a little bit. But Same in mind. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is, like, I was thinking about this, like, the main, like, a really good thing for my YouTube channel was when I joined Instagram and you know start posting yeah. on there but drive tribe it was well I, I basically i couldn't get gain any traction on it at all even though like uh the the what are they called the heads of the tribes they were like sharing my thing to their tribe and things like that but i just don't yeah. think there was a lot of engagement on there i know what you mean i did feel like it was quite dead like i had the app for a while and I set mm. up an account just because, you know, I enjoyed reading sort of loads of articles and new cars and new car news. Um, mm. And I remember doing a few of those like little quizzes that they made. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, those little things. They, they were quite fun to do. Um, but I didn't, apart, apart from that, I didn't really use it. I, I used it for about oh. a month and then that yeah. was it. It's just, it was something about it that wasn't like, it wasn't enough, if that makes sense. It was very hit and miss for me. Like, you could yeah. never... You never find what you were looking for because it was very easy to find your tribe quotation marks, but then that was no guarantee that what people had put on there would be something you'd want to read. Um, and then, of course, obviously it's owned by Clarkson, Hammond, and May, so I was always trying to see what they were writing. And again, you know, it was pretty hit and miss, and you could never really have a reason to go on it. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, and of of course, like people now, myself included, our attention spans aren't as high as people who are older than us. So pretty much everyone like that now <laughs> sit on the toilet and watch a video rather than sit on the toilet and read somebody's column in the tribe that you're following. So yeah, it got a little bit, you know, sort of just no reason to go on there. Um, yeah. I mean, I that's, I suppose that's partly the reason why they've shut it down. I mean, maybe they saw that themselves. Um, I don't or, believe the reason why they said they've they're shutting it down. Do you know what the reason is or not? Well, they said on the on the thing that um, that due 
due to a shortage of people wanting to do adverts on there because of the pandemic they can't carry on and i don't think that's true mm, no, i think possibly not. some shareholders possibly clarkson hammond and may have lost confidence in it and sold their shares and the companies yeah, went down possibly. or something possibly um but yeah what, what else was i going to say it was also it was a little bit sort of neither here or there like the layout of it and all that as well i remember jm on cars saying like it was a bit sort of clunky and i thought it was really like a confusing app to use i felt as well yeah, it, it was, was actually a little bit mad wasn't it um, it was that's probably partly the reason why I didn't go on it as much because it mm. was just like it was quite you know it was u- not very user friendly um, no it was kind of like a bit of a mismatch of different things like I was trying to find something and it was like where the hell has it gone <laughs> well I'm looking at my notes here and the top bullet points I've got is it was shit um, <laughs> but I think that's a little bit harsh um, but yeah it's meant to be the Facebook for car people uh, but it just I don't know it's really hard to, to, to give a reason because I I read some good articles and I read some or I seen some really you know sort of boring headlines and yeah you know it was I think if you went onto like the Auto Express website or bought the magazine you'd be able to and this is on paper as well even just just even easier to find what you wanted to read and what you didn't like obviously yeah. you skip past the consumer Skoda owner into Skoda dealership for the 10th time in a row yeah okay skip past that new Ferrari uh, new I don't know uh, Porsche KN whatever and it was like that but this was doesn't matter who you followed it, you'd still like be skimming through all the shit do you know what I mean yeah I literally yeah, yeah. I've just opened the app up again now <laughs> just because I've, st- I've still got it downloaded but um I've, this is this is how old it like I haven't how much I haven't used it. It's still got my old YouTube channel name and <laughs> like a really old picture of me. That's how long I haven't used it. And I think the last time I used it was when you actually followed me on it, <laughs> which was probably yeah. about three years ago now. How many followers have I got on my drive drive? And what was the last what was the last thing I posted? Because I used it's to write question. things on them. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, that's you. Um, You've me. got seven followers. Wow! <laughs> um, I suppose uh, the last thing that I can see that you posted was the Volkswagen T-Cross review. Is it a rip-off? Right, okay. So this is what I was supposed to do. So what my plan was with Drive Tribe Because I used to embed it into my YouTube channel and everything. Yeah, because you've got a link um, at the bottom of that article for your channel. Yeah, so <laughs> the plan, what I was going to do was if I release the car review i'd write a review as well and see if i could get people to come to my youtube channel that way but it just it didn't happen um, i mean that's quite, yeah. I, I personally think that's quite a good idea it's just a shame yeah. that it didn't you know work out but i suppose it's, it's partly to do with the app isn't it because it's, mm. it's so difficult to like find because you couldn't like necessarily find like smaller people on there no, it was all like the couldn't. main big people that would just come up you can never like see you know young creators or you know, other people that do that mm. sort of thing well I'm going to uh, mention the D word here and say that I only found out about Daniel Actorhouse writing for Drive Tribe because that's what he started before his YouTube but I mm. found that out via Twitter really <laughs> so so not know, even Drive Tribe 
Yeah, so it couldn't be like a, its own standalone thing where you could discover people at the sort of... Because that's what people did. They promoted their Drive Tribe on their YouTube and their Instagram and their Twitter and I don't think there was enough room for another car sort of thing in social media. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I suppose the good news is they're keeping the uh, YouTube channel going, which I do watch quite regularly. Um, well, just that's it, yeah. Um, have you also I've really got into Food Tribe with James May and Lucy Brown yeah. and uh, that other girl? Like, I like to see, like, James May making a Monster Munch butty. I mean, that is... <laughs> this should have happened years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, um, is, good, that is good fun to watch. It it's is. It's like his cooking show. Now, I, 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 I'm I, not, like, hugely into cooking. I like cooking. I don't do much of it, and I don't know how to. Um, but mm. I watched him on that programme, and I was just really interested. And obviously, it's just stuff with him in. It just makes it funny. Yeah. Like, anything he great, could do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there we are. That's uh, that's I suppose Drive Tribe. That's kind of the end for the app. Uh, obviously, the YouTube channel is going to be carrying on, uh, but it's 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 kind of a bit sad, isn't it, Matty? I don't I don't really know. It it's it's I get the point of it, but I don't really understand their reason for it. Mm, yeah, um, sad to see it go. Yeah, but there we are. If you uh, did enjoy this uh, month's podcast, we're back again doing monthly podcasts. So. Um, yeah, we got. I suppose we've got quite a few guests lined up this year, haven't we, Matty? Like, well, quite a few people I've, have asked to come on. I've got yeah, and I've got some ideas of people who don't yet know that they're going to be asked to come on, but will be asked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, we've got a few people uh, lined up that are going to be uh, a bit of a laugh and come on the podcast and uh, yeah. talk about their YouTube channel. That's another thing. If you'd like to talk about your YouTube channel and on the podcast it. and promote it, uh, and your not a robot then yeah get in touch with us uh the usual ways uh we best do that actually our promote our social medias yes we do um as as you know follow us and subscribe to us on a yeah. youtube drive, drive. the grand team uh, not drive tribe because we don't have no. a drive tribe um yeah. we obviously have uh instagram and twitter and tiktok now which we actually started to upload a bit more on and uh we kind of actually blown up on one of the videos. We've got like fifteen thousand views on one of our videos on TikTok, which is quite cool. Nice. Um, so nice. if you do want to do want to follow us on there, we just post like little skits or like funny moments from our main episodes that you can go and watch mm. um, on YouTube itself. Um, so mm. yeah, follow us on that, the Grand Teen. And Matty, do you want to plug your socials? Well, yeah, I must point out though, but by the time this podcast comes out, I think Drive Tribe will have shut down. So if you yeah. wanted to be my eighth follower, then I think <laughs> the moment has gone. Uh, but alternatively, you can follow me. You can subscribe to me on my YouTube channel. It's Matty's Cars. Uh, we've both hit a thousand subscribers now. So if you want to subscribe, yes. uh, then subscribe. Follow me on Twitter uh, at Manning Matty. Uh, follow me on Instagram Matty's Cars YT. And if you want to uh, see pictures of me dancing and things like that then you can follow my personal <laughs> instagram if you want to uh Ooh. but yeah other than that uh join us for some uh, more podcasts in the coming months yes well so i hope you stay safe um and we'll see you next month see you next month <laughs>